All right, all right, all right. Welcome to We Are Something Else, episode 63. Let me get, that, let me get, the, get the graphics going. Juicy. <laughs> and it's very fitting for our show tonight. Uh, join us for our Black uh, Business Series. We got Spizzy in the house. We got my man, Vic, representing Spizzy. Welcome to the show, Vic. And I appreciate the invite. What's up, fellas? What's up, fellas? And look, appreciate your time. Uh, we've been doing this Black Business Series roughly about 10 weeks now. We've been going strong, just trying to bring a spotlight to just Black-owned businesses that may be in our back our back area. Uh, Ease out in Cali. I don't know if you caught that. So, yeah, I caught that. Uh, I caught that all day long. Yeah, yeah. yeah so <laughs> we had um, Patty Cake Piper from out in Cali uh, on the show earlier. So we're just trying to keep this thing going, keep it strong. So That's welcome to the show. Um, and fellas, let's... What's good, guys? Another week, bro. Another week. Here we are. Right. Right. I mean, I, I feel it. I feel it. How you, how you been this week, CB? I've been good, man. It's um, I really noticed that summer is like basically over this week because it got down to like 60 degrees. And I was like, yo, man, this, is, this isn't it anymore. It, it used to be at lunchtime, you know, it'd be like 85. I'd sit out on the deck, you know, eat some lunch and today it was overcast and gross out so i was like nah i'm gonna stay in right and when it goes it goes fast because it was 90 degrees for like 10 weeks straight now all of a sudden it's 60. Right. Like, there's, there's no middleman in there whatsoever mm-hmm. superfly was good family man you know just like you said another week man trying to uh you know Find ways to stay positive and, and keep going. You know what I'm saying? We got we got a little segment of blue sky yesterday. I don't know if anybody peeped that. I was outside a little bit, but you know, the atmosphere is crazy. And we, we here trying to make it, man. Uh E, speaking of weather, how's the how's the weather out in Cali? We know you you're dealing with some things out that way. Yeah, man. Minus the, uh, the the fires and the smoke, man. You know, we've been maintaining with the with the, the numbers. You know, uh, it was it was hot. You know, 90s hot a few weeks ago. Uh, but you know, we back down to the normal. You know, uh, mid 75s, little, little little 80 degree weather. You know, with the breeze. You know, and as soon as that sun go down, then it catches you. If you don't, if you don't know nothing about that Cali weather, you better have a hoodie on or something when that sun that sun go down. So, uh, Sean knows. <laughs> Sean, what's good, Sean? <laughs> Sean Xavier from yeah, Hot Seat Podcast. Yep, I'm plugging them. Sean is a, a frequent. Uh, he's been on the show once, but he's a, he definitely watches us every week. My boy, uh, thanks for watching, Sean, and that Hot Seat Podcast. Look, I'm loving what you guys are doing. Episodes one, two, and three. I think you released four. Yesterday or today, um, but tell me your platforms again. I, I, I got it on Spotify, so I think you're on iTunes as well. They're pretty much everywhere, I think. Yeah, they're pre- yeah pretty much everywhere. Um, so let's let's get to it. I got a um, couple things I want to get into before we get into uh, the series. So by, the, by these three graphs, you can tell what we're going to hit on. <laughs> <laughs> so let's start with that uh, week one in the NFL. Uh, how's your fantasy teams looking, CB? Uh, I went um, 500 for the weekend, and uh, the home team won. So you know, I, I overall I, I'm never going to complain when the home team wins, and I could lose all my fantasy games in those situations. So right. you know, yeah, mine I uh, lost when um, what's the running back for Denver? 
it's escaping my mind. Oh, right now. Gordon? Uh, Gordon. He scored a touchdown and took me out of the game. That was it. Mm-hmm. And it was at the end of the game, too. And I was I was holding on. But uh <laughs> so we got to finally see what everybody was gonna kick in or do for you know the social injustice that's going on right now. And since I got I have all the channels, I, I tried to tune in as much as I can to see what was broadcast and what wasn't broadcasted. And I mean, I think it was lackluster for the for the build up the NFL had going into the season of timing that they could have thought of something to do. Um of course, all eyes, I think, was on Sunday night to see how Jerry's boys were going to respond. I think you had one knee for sure. Uh, they locked arms. But, I mean, it, it was lackluster. I mean, I, at least it was something better than nothing, right? That's what how it felt. expect from the NFL? Right. We had this conversation in, in, a, in a <laughs> the Again, I know we had it, but, you know. You ain't never going to see Black Lives Matter in the star, man. <laughs> it's not gonna happen. It is not gonna happen, and, and, it, and it goes further than that. Like I said, those those type of pockets run deeper than the NBA, based upon how how ingrained that type of ownership of your your, your team, your players. We present the narrative, like like CB said, the 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 players in the NBA run the NBA, the owners and everybody else runs the NFL. They just play the game, and then everything else is what, you know, dictates how and what goes on. So, you know, I wasn't looking for anything that was going to be a showstopper, you know, other than the fact that they played. It was about 6,000 fans in, in the in the stands. It looked like, you know, it just, you know, it was a game. It was good to watch that everybody got to play, but I was just looking for it for just that, which was sports. I'm not looking for the NFL to make any any speech, representation, that I feel is going to be relevant to talk about because they have, they're, if anything, they're the ones that got to go way back to dig out some of their old skeleton and bones in order for us to really see some type of change. And that would be the real turn of events if that, if that were to happen. Excuse me. Got you. Um, so I, I wasn't expecting much. I just wanted to see what would happen. So now we know. Uh, I don't know why we're not getting our Facebook comments on here, but I am on Facebook as well. Michelle Spence says, hey, Victorious. Hey, Phil. That would be me. So let's talk uh, NBA now. Let's talk about those Denver Nuggets. The, the team that down th- the first team, what, three to one in NBA history to come back twice? In the same playoffs. Playoffs and win the series. Ridiculous. This is, this is where I would say roll, roll that footage of what I said when we were talking about it before <laughs> that it came through. Say, uh, so what happened to the Clippers Nuggets? First. What happened to the, to the Clippers? What happened to them? What's your take on it? What really happened to them? It died out. That you you bank on, you know, you bank on your your superstars, your role players. Uh, they can't l- listen. Let's just we we the honest crew on this one. You talk about no chemistry, but you was up 3-1 on the squad. Your chemistry is what got you 3-1. And if it was pure talent, you can't go 0-4. Well, both of them were 0-4-11 in the fourth quarter. Everybody on this panel knows that Kobe would have died shooting that ball every damn time down the hole in order for his team to still fight. And you can tell. Like, PG hitting the side of the backboard, bro. Like, that's some rec league when you done played your fifth game and you tired. Like, I can do that for them for way less money. Right. <laughs> you know, yeah, I've seen Patrick but, Beverly throwing up threes in the fourth quarter. I'm like, why does he even have the ball, man? 
you know, I, but I think truthfully, you know what I'm saying? Like, you got to look at it. The the fight that they had was it, they didn't have that that grit. You know, Beverly's their dog, but like the team doesn't have that moniker. Right. You can mm-hmm. tell Denver was like, man, we didn't been down before. What's going to stop us from doing it again? L.A. was just like, ah, man, we beat them one time. We good. That You can't have that. Not in the playoffs, especially not in that type of ball where that's like that's the true essence of basketball right there. With the, No fans. The, that's. I'm gonna get off, and and we gonna see who the weakest player on this on the squad is on the other side, and we are gonna take advantage of it. And that's what exactly. they did. I mean, is there one one person to blame? I mean, a lot of people are putting the blame on Doc for not being able to close the series again, being up three one, not being able to close the series. I I think it has somewhat to do with coaching, but then I also think that they didn't find a true rhythm going into the bubble. You have people who want to be outside the bubble doing outside things, and then when they come back. They got a quarantine, and then when they get into the rhythm, when they get back into the games, they're they're not in rhythm. And I, my notes right here, I put, I think that um, there's no emotional leader on the Clippers. There's nobody that on that team that when they get fired up, they they um, spark the whole team up to want to play. LeBron is an emotional leader. Kobe is an emotional leader. Um, Bradley Beal, those guys, emotional leaders, like when they get going, everybody else around them get going, and why is just? I mean, he's not I that guy. In the NBA, though, like offense always beats defense, no matter how great the defense is. So if you got enough guys to put the ball in the bucket, and you got to do like Jokic, you can distribute and and as a threat offensively. You know, I don't think the Clippers have that kind of personnel, like you know, the Warriors or some of the other teams that can really shoot. You know what I'm saying? I think that's where. Uh, where, where the difference was really against in that matchup. Yeah. What what happens next? Pandemic P. Pandemic P at his best. <laughs> <laughs> Does this give the Lakers the red carpet? No. Yeah. No. 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 no, no. <laughs> LeBron look unstoppable, no. man. I'm sorry. That no. no, looks unstoppable. No. I give Jamal you Murray's also been looking kind of unstoppable. At the at the end of the day, the, the it's it's going to be a team thing. Now, again, Denver likes a, a, a half-court set. The Lakers like to run. You know what I mean? So you got two different styles. Whoever's going to be able to dictate whatever happens is, is how the, the how that's going to play out. Uh, by no means do I feel like Denver's a, a better put-together team than the, than the Clippers were, hands yeah. down. So you look at it as it's a better matchup than what people really wanted to see with the, with the you know, the two L.A. teams, which, again – I still can't stress it enough that I'm I am super happy that all these Clipper fans can sit down and just stop with the, with the extra because this is still this is still Lakers and, and and it's gonna be that way until they get their own stadium and hang up. I'm sorry, what, is, what are we on 16 championships? Until then, I don't want to hear nothing. So, pandemic P all the way. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> who on the Who on the East is gonna take this? That's a good question. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's cut. Well, because it's like you don't feel good about whoever's coming out of the East. Even though it, it really does look like Miami right now with uh, how well they played at the end of the game here tonight and how, what they did in game one. But I don't know. There's there's just that sense, you know, the whole West Coast bias. Like you just you feel like whoever's coming out of the West is going to have you know, a pretty considerable edge, at least on paper. And then, you know, humans actually have to go out and play basketball. 
Right. And right. anything can happen when that happens, I guess. But you know, Miami, Miami is a gritty team. They're fun to watch. Jimmy is a is you know they got the guy that they can give the ball to in the clutch. So uh, shocking, shocking the way that Miami is playing. I, I laughed out Jimmy Butler for wanting to go to Miami because I was like, "What's down there?" And this guy is just he's on another level. He's going another level in this bubble. So shout out to them. Uh, let's get into uh, versus. Uh, I watched it. Uh, it was the, I've, I've been telling everybody it was the versus battle. I didn't know I needed. I knew I wanted to watch it, but I didn't know I needed that. Like you got two soulful women, you know, just legends, and like their music catalog is incredible. You could go for forty. You can go for forty songs plus, and just to see them rejoicing and giving each other their flowers while they're, they're still alive. Uh, it's just, it was just good. I mean, we need that right now. And then I knew there was no, no set winner in this. I mean, cause you get Patty LaBelle and you got Gladys Knight. Whatever. You, Gladys. Know, you got those, those two voices. <laughs> yeah, Gladys won like a mug. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah, that, hey, that, that joke was so like, what I was mesmerized about, right, during that whole journey, I'm like, yeah, they got all that money, right? But, like, the blackness was still so much there. You know what right. I'm saying? They was, yeah, they was, like, talking like like they was grandma. Like, yeah, y'all don't think we're going to play the music, but y'all don't get this word, too. Glad it's exactly. nothing. Like, right. I'm going to stop all the killing. I'm like, young, that's tight as a mug. <laughs> right. So it was like your aunts and your grand, like you exactly. You know what I'm saying? That's what the tightest part about that. But I don't know what you talk about. Gladys won, Joe. Wait, Pat, look. Patty was about to was about to cut the DJ. Patty just gonna pull out. Patty's terrible. Yeah, but the best part about the verses be the memes afterwards. Exactly. The Patty dancing, dancing. Patty. Oh my god! Did you see the joke when they put it a go go? <laughs> exactly. I thought all about the Benjamins. Hey, yeah. Dancing Patty is is. Yeah, uh, but that's I, it right now. I'm gonna say Gladys has always had a, a bigger place in my heart than Patty, just because something about Gladys's voice. And yeah. I was I was glad. My favorite Gladys Knight song is "License to Kill," the, the James Bond song. Okay. And I'm, I'm not even a big James Bond fan, but yeah. that song right there, like I remember being like five or six and hearing that, and that song, like wow. Yeah. And, but she played it, and I was like, wow. So in order for her to play that, she must know that that's a big song for. Her. Yeah. But you know, I, I can't even stunt though. Who you know? I wonder here, young. I, you know, I'm a huge fan of Anita Baker, young. Oh, like, yeah. I I want that one. They supposed. I've heard Anita Baker versus Sade. Oh, I heard they were working on that. That's they were yeah. working on that one. Sure, because Sade songs they all sound the same. So <laughs> I got Anita. <laughs> one. Sade need her band, man. When she got when it's yeah. Sade in the band, that's oh, when yeah. it really rocks. I don't know yeah, Sade by all. herself. Yeah. How do you feel about Anita versus Tony? Nah. Nah. Voice, right? Nah. <laughs> mm -mm. I mean, they both got the they both got the uh, Morgan Freeman voices, so <laughs> they got that that fire behind them. You know what I'm saying? But I don't feel like you could put Tony with Anita because Anita, Jai, you know what I'm saying? She on another level. You got right. Somebody else. If they if they do if they do it Nita and Sade, everybody going to sleep and ain't nobody ain't no numbers running up on that verses because everybody <laughs> gonna pass out asleep because both their voices be like what <laughs> right 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 oh all right so let's just get into our black business series for the week. We'll welcome my man Victorious from Tizzy. Oh, 
Thank you for joining us. Um, so let me just tell you this. That Oxen Hill. My man. Okay. All right, I'm glad. Okay. All right. Is, is official. My man. Appreciate that. Uh, yeah. So it's like I had, yeah. I went and got one today. People to be scared me of the Oxen Hill, dog. They be scared of the Oxen Hill. They see the peanut butter and the granola, they be like. Oh, no. Nah. No. Nah. And look, and the oatmeal, no, no. Hey, tell you this. Phil's looking for that. I went for my lunch break today. I needed something to get my mind right. Yeah. And I got me an Oxen Hill, and it's look just as good as the first time that I had it. And I was, I was, look, what, you, what you're doing over there is fizzy, is is big things, man. I I first got wind of it on IG. Like a lot of people started tagging you. Yeah. Fizzy, yeah. Like where is you know what is this? Where is this? Like you know Fort Washington's you know hottest new spot. And so then just so happened one day I was passing by and I saw I was like here it is. And literally you're like ten minutes from my house. Okay. Uh, so let's get into what what is Spizzy? Where did the name come from? Hey young, hey, you, you know what? Yeah, every time somebody asks that question, I feel like I want to lie, you know, because <laughs> I feel like people want a deeper answer, you know what I'm saying? But I'm like, dog, it ain't really that deep. I was riding my bike, young, and you know, I read one day that uh businesses' name should be made up, and uh the first name was super lame. I, I just was like, that joint was super, super lame. And then I was just thinking, like, the spot, the spizzy, it's just slang. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's all it is. It ain't nothing. It ain't spizzy, Look, when, I, when I was, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't know nothing about business, young. I just opened up my first shop. So, you know, I was telling people, and people was giving me the eye, like, spizzy, that sounds stupid. I'm like, all right, man, I'm going to go ahead and take the risk on this one. You know what I'm saying? It worked out. It worked out. I was nervous, though. I can't even stunt. Yeah, now, nah, um. You said your first business. How, how long did it take you to to get things up and running? Okay. Uh, so I've been, I had this vision 10 years ago. So I've been scared for 10 years. I've been afraid to do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I always want to start there. Like, you know what I mean? Because I think it's a bigger a testament about like, like just going at it and shooting for something. You know what I mean? And not being afraid. Well, being afraid, but being, being able to work through it. Right. Um, but it was about two years. Two years, I, I I actually filed for the business in 18, and it took me about two years to kind of research, get everything. And after a year, probably about 10 months or so after I signed the lease, I was able to get the joint open. But it was it was, it was was work. It was some hurdles. You know what I'm saying? It was some hurdles to jump. But it was about 10 years scared, two years once I pushed the pedal. Did you always have the the smoothies, teas, juices in mind, like even even ten years ago? Yeah. So, man, I'm a. The funny thing is, I you know I'm a cyclist, right? So I ride bikes mm -hmm. a lot. Um, and I used to ride my bike to um another smoothie location. I ain't gonna say the name because I don't want to promote nobody. But uh, <laughs> and I found out what they was putting in the smoothies. I used to go and get the big junk, dog, like the you know what I'm saying. Think I'm doing something healthy. And uh, I would, and they, and then I found out they was pumping sugar and high fructose syrup and all this other stuff in the smoothie. I was like, oh, they winging in this junk. That's not tasting Yeah, I'm like, they're winging. I'm like, oh, nah. And so that was the moment that I was like, I should do my own junk. And then I realized that in our hoods, there ain't no healthy options. You Ooh, know what I'm saying? Mm. And I, and I, I've been making smoothies for a long time already. I already knew 
certain things because I would make something for myself every morning. Um, and I was just like, man, I'm gonna run with it, man. You know, mm -hmm. and I wanted it to be a hub, you know what I'm saying? A place for, for the hood and a place for um, my former students to be able to be employed. So that was always my vision, right? Like right. I wanted to build something in the hood that I could employ the young people that I've been teaching and serving all of this time and be able to have something, build some legacy in the county. That was my whole thing. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So you were a teacher prior to? I still am, bro. I'm a vice principal. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm working, I'm working from home, dog. I'm, that's why I told you past my bad time. I've been grinding. Oh, wow. <laughs> like, man, nobody was like nine thirty. I was like nine thirty. What that man? That man is right. Um, but uh, now, nah, yeah, I'm a vice principal, man. I've been a vice principal or a history teacher in middle schools all my career. It's been almost like twenty years now. Um, and you know, and all this, the young people that's employed in the shop were my former students um, at one of my middle that's schools. Amazing. They run the shop. That's amazing. Yeah, hey, bro. I'm trying. It's, it's first time I seen it actually happening. Like I, I, I straight up cried when I like looked at. It, I was like, oh, like this was it. This was in my head, and here it go. You know what I'm saying? This is a is mm -hmm. a tight experience, y'all. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It is, y'all. Humbling. How'd you know you were going to be uh, like, how'd you know you wanted to get into education and stuff like go that route? Oh, man, that's a good question. When I was at Morgan, uh, my man, uh, E. Rich, said he was at the Earl Gray School of Business. And that's where I started. I started in the Earl Gray School of, School of Business my, so my, my sophomore year. I started taking accounting and calculus. Um, and I also had history. The same uh, year, and I was failing like a mug in the counter. I was getting work, you hear me? And I was, uh, and I was passing my history classes while at the same time I was working in Baltimore City um, for um, Kaumba. So I was working, mentoring young people in Baltimore City, serving them and them serving me, right? And I realized I was like, young, I'm failing accounting and 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 uh, my uh, in calculus, but I'm passing history. And I'm loving what I'm doing in Baltimore City. So I said, I'm a big history teacher. And Boom. when I was like 18, 19, I was like, that's what I'm about to do. And that's what I've been doing ever since. That's awesome. Yeah, man, it's tight. It's tight. That, um, that location, what uh, what went into you picking that location? PG County, baby. Uh, <laughs> uh, All right, why not Forestville then? So yeah, <laughs> I, uh, I used to live in Camp Springs. I lived like okay. I was walking distance from the the where the shop is. So I wanted to open in my in the community that I lived in, right? And it was right down the street. So I'd be able to ride my bike to ride my bike there, walk there. So it was right down the street. And um, my I got an interesting business model. So my model that like people talk a lot about foot traffic like having a, a location where there's a lot of foot traffic you got to build ahead because people can walk and i was always in my mind like man that don't make sense in prince george's county because everybody because the county's so spread out everybody got vehicles mm -hmm. right so if you build a, a, a value of people wanting to come you can kind of put it anywhere and people are going to you know kind of show up so one prince george's county was probably the biggest thing for me um, two, where I was living, and three, just the the model that I had because what Spizzy is, it's not an extreme amount around it, um, but I just felt like you know, in this hood, people need it. And then the radius, it wasn't another smoothie shop in like a six or seven mile radius when I did like the research. So, you know right. what I'm saying? 
There we yeah, go. now the location that it's in is you wouldn't know that everything around it is just it's just a weird setup of how what's in that that shopping center, then what's on the other side. Uh, I know that one area used to be like the trophy store. They used to do the, the bowling balls there. They had that bowling ball store there. Now that's gone. Yeah. Um, but that's Topolino's is right there. You know, that. so it's only certain things that, that draw you there. And when I looked at where it was, like, yo, you you in early because obviously the Royal Farms is right there. Uh-huh. And that's, 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 all, that's drawing people in anyway. And yeah. you can see what's getting ready to happen to that area. Yeah, yeah, and you know, I the thing is, is that for me, man, now that I'm, I'm like understanding business, like I'm starting to, like I'm learning it as I'm doing it, because I don't really know nothing about it. I'm just, I'm just so big on us making our moves, man. Like it, it needs to be us, man, because I'm, I'll be going into like, like just different areas and different arenas, man. They winning out here, like taking our paper, like for real. And so the, the thing that I'm always trying to keep in mind is how do I utilize. The, the, the business as a springboard to do so much more, right? Because, mm-hmm. you know, business, business is business, right? So who knows what it'll do in 10, 15 years? I don't know, right? But all I want to do is be able to make an impact. So, you know, we had bike rides from Spizzy. You know, when the, when the pandemic is over, I'm going to have book club meetings, you know, kids' birthday parties, you know, just uh, we had pull-ups where people can just come and celebrate and DJ. Like, I want I wanted to be like a, like, like Crenshaw, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like Crenshaw on a when you think of Boys in the Hood, Bam was rolling up with Crenshaw. That's what I wanted to be. I wanted to be like Bam was coming up with smoothies. Like, hey, give me the four. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that's <laughs> that's like the vision. You know what I'm saying? Because I wanted to be for the for the neighborhood. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. For the hood. For our county, our county, just like we know, like a Crenshaw. That's one of like Compton or Brooklyn or all these. Like Crenshaw, sure this county young is the wealthiest black county in the entire nation. You know what I'm saying? It is so much black excellence and it's something that needs to be celebrated. It's the reason why I rep it. It's the reason why I put the cities out there because the world needs to know how, how amazing this county is. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, What's so something that's been eye-opening for you going that, that you really didn't expect uh, when you went into business that you kind of learned and kind of been enlightened on? Yo, uh, <laughs> it's about to be funny. I have no idea how much money you can make. Like, wow. No idea. I and, I, and I I'm not saying that I'm balling because I'm not, right? Mm-hmm. Like I, you know, I'm saying I put a whole bunch of money into the jungle before you can even start seeing money back. But I didn't realize that business could help so many other people around me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I didn't get like, oh, you can employ people, like you can like help families, like you can like you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like I have like three full-time employees. Like I like I can pay. You know what I mean? And that's like there is no better feeling than that. You know what I'm saying? There's mm-hmm. no better feeling than being able to to provide that service to people. Mm-hmm. Um and you know what I'm saying? Like also I knew it, I already knew it, but it was but it's been proven over and over again the power of the black dollar and the power of black people. Like mm-hmm. the world pandemic, you know. Like I just read somewhere that like ten or seven or ten bars in DC just closed, like big bars. Yep. Yeah. And, and Spizzy thriving. You know what I'm saying? In the middle of a pandemic, so it just goes to show you how how if you if you if you if you build something for the benefit and for your people, it'll happen. And I'm un- unapologetic about it. Like when you come into the shop, you know what it is. Like you see on the wall, 
you know how we talk to you and we greet you. Um, the vibe in that junk, you know what I'm saying? We playing our music. So it's just like, it's important that people should come into a space in a black neighborhood and feel like they can be exactly who they need to be. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? That's just big for no, me. No, look, the couple times I walked in, it's almost like a barbershop. Yeah. But you get yep. greeted by everybody when, when you walk in. Yeah. And that, I mean, that's... That that's only only happens in certain places. Yeah, in genuine though, you know what I'm saying? It ain't that oh, fake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like I, <laughs> the thing is, like, dog, how are you doing? Like, what's going on? Like, what's happening? You know what I mean? Like, and that's and it got to be genuine because that's what I always say when I when I was training my uh, my coworkers. I told them um, I was saying that people can make smoothies anywhere. Right, like you can make a smoothie, like the ingredients is on the wall. Like if they really want, you know what I'm saying? Like (laughs) (laughs) the recipe is up there. You know what I mean? But people are coming for to buy the the experience of feeling good, Mm. of you know what I'm saying, of that energy, and that's what we try to create. Yeah. I also believe people buy into you also. You know what I'm saying? Like you you exude that and Pass that around other to, to the other folks that work with you, and then to the people the people who come in. Man, that's a blessing. I appreciate that, but I'm I ain't nothing but a product of Forsville, Joe. So mm-hmm. anything you say to me has been that's Forsville all up in me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I think people deserve like people. You know, what I'm, I'm I'm an advocate though of being what you want in the world. You know what I mean? Like if mm-hmm. I want to be treated with respect. If I want like the energy, I got to be able to get that out. You know what I mean? No matter what, even if somebody being ridiculous, I might get smart. You know what I'm saying? My my other side, but at the same time, you got to get that good energy out. And, you know what I mean? You receive it back, but I, I'm, I'm humble about that. The crazy part about that though, right, is kind of going back to what you said about, you know, Crenshaw. The thing about it is it, when you have the formula that you have, <clears throat> the thing about it is, is it's, uh, what Nip used to say was it's contagious, right? And what happens is, so you got the kids. Well, then the kids, there's somebody that got an idea about either having books for the kids to read or they got like the little stems program that they want to be able to have them because then what they're doing is they, they're putting healthy stuff in their body, they're learning, and they're seeing that the other side of us are that we winners, that we out here really doing it, and it's us instead of seeing everybody else that, you know, says that we can't, that we can't. Now they're their psychological thing changes. And that's what it is out here. Like you saw that the marathon store was not just something where you'd be like, I'm gonna go cop some clothes. The experience behind it of seeing the different people. Then you see that the next building over, barbershop still owned by, you know, by us, the, the food place. Like the kids can go upstairs. It was, it's almost that place. Like for us, we've always had that in the little pockets. And I know, I, you know, I lived out on the, on the East coast and I realized that like you said, in different locations, you had to carry out and you had this over here and then that, then it would be like nothing but houses. And then you had to go further down and it'd be another little pocket. What Nip was doing and what the, the formula should be for us is to take over the little strip malls to have everything that we can include into our everyday life that then that we've been looking for everywhere else but our own selves. And oh. now, like you said, the pandemic is like, this is the, the the rehash of us being resilient in different times that a lot of people don't know how to, to like get through. And I think what you got going on is kind of like the, the, it's the blueprint. And somebody needs to be able to get up on that and, and see that what you got started, we can now build off of that and start taking over the other businesses that are around you and have that. Same. And next thing you know, 
it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a landmark based upon what started, which was your your shop first. My man, I you, you just spoke life. I appreciate that, but that's that's real. That's real, and I think you know if we we're gonna get to the album part. I was gonna say this because Nip was Nip's album was gave me gave me gas. You know what I'm saying? Like the, the victory lap was the fuel. You know what I'm saying? And when that brother, when that happened, to that brother, like I shed real tears. I was I remember driving to work, um, taking my son. As he catch the bus from my school crying. Like I remember crying. And my son was like, yo, what's going on? Like, what you crying for? And I was like, yo, like, and that joint hit me. You know what I mean? Because I was listening. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm listening to what he's saying. Like, yeah, and it was inspiring and motivating um to to actually push and be able to um and be able to figure it out and jump over those hurdles. But you are hundred percent right. And I hope that I'm able, that's the whole thing, bro. Like, that is the whole I young. To be honest with you, I don't even, I ain't even think about the money. I don't even know. Like, I, man, to be honest, I just don't want to lose, but I don't know about, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I ain't know. This is bigger than that, right? Yeah, right. You know, I don't care about the money. You know what I'm saying? Like, I would want to be able to pay off my house for my wife. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's tight. So she ain't got to worry about stuff like that. But like, bro, I don't care nothing about that money. It's all about purpose. I, yeah, I was sitting outside my store probably like two months in. And this young man worked across the street at the Audis. And he came in one day and just want, like, wanted to like get with the vibe. You know what I'm saying? And so he was like, can I talk to you? And I'm like, yeah, bro. He like, come out of mind. We sat outside and talked and chopped it up. He talked to me about his dreams and all this. And when I was sitting out there, I was like, damn, I ain't never had the opportunity to like sit with a business owner, like somebody who owned a joint and somebody just sit, take the time and like talk. And so that's for me, like, that's it, man. Like we we just gotta be able in everything that we do, not you know what I'm saying, everything that we do, we gotta understand that we can service, you know, we're a vehicle, man. We we just spirits, man, vehicles for God, man. That's all it is. And I think that's one thing that I, I've learned as we've been doing this is that business owners are people. They're just like us. And you can reach out to them and have a conversation with them. And if they want to have one back, it's even better. person trying to do my uh payroll and i'm sitting there like i don't even know man like i don't know like, and so you just figure it out as you go along but i'm like whatever people want to do y'all just do it huh? but i did have to save i did have to be fiscal response like fiscally responsible for a lot of years i had to get my credit like super through the roof you know what i'm saying there were some things i had to do to prepare for but when you talk about the day-to-day -day, man it's just jumping hurdles and figuring it out man. i'm regular as a mug dog. <laughs> <laughs> for my my weekly preaching moment as a yeah. right now, I think that I'm saying week after week. If you don't come out this pandemic with new ideas, with the, with the uh, car full, a uh, tank full of gas, yeah, regular, and, just, yeah. and, just, and just going straight at it. If you don't come out with something while we just all sitting still, don't just be in the house and be miserable. Yeah. You know, now's the time to build. This is to get all your blocks together, get your credit together, get that bank account together. You know, you don't have to be out here partying if you don't, you know, 
and risking getting infected or whatever. Just sit home and build. Just write yeah. down notes. And yeah. I think that hope you not um, the pandemic. Yeah. And like you just like you preached on earlier, like they starting to warm up. VA party exactly. heavy. <laughs> Like, <laughs> literally down the street from me it's it's scary it. 10 years of fear you know 10 years of fear or whatever eight years of fear two years of building like i think the opportunity that you you don't have you don't know what you can do if you don't do it mm -hmm. and you might not lose that's yeah you, you might, might, win. You that, might that, win. that was the question i asked myself i said what happens if i lose um and i was like what well, Am I gonna die? And I'm like, nah, I ain't gonna die. Like, nah, I ain't die. And I was like, what happens if I win? If we win? And I'm like, oh, this this could happen. You know what I mean? And I'm just like, in any journey that you do, I realize you gotta take a risk. And I've been living safe. You know what I mean? I've been a teacher, so I get a steady. You know what I'm saying? Steady two weeks. Steady two weeks. Steady two weeks. And I still got this steady two weeks. Like I'm still like, you know what I'm saying? There, but. At one, at some point, you just gotta be able to just like dog, like man, what is it? Like it's just life, John. Like take the risk. You're gonna be okay. You know what I mean? I mean, I and I put everybody to do that. Everybody, you got to plan, shoot for, execute. You know what I mean? When did, what? What's your actual open date? What day did you open? March. It was March. I'm talking about dog in the middle of right, the pandemic. It was like. Opened up my doors with friends and family. The next day I looked at the job, it was like coronavirus. I was like, yo, hold on, hold on. Hold on. When the governor like made the little jump, like they was closing stores and all that, I closed down for two weeks, even though I was essential. I closed for two weeks because I had to pivot. I had to figure out what was going on. Like I had to figure out what my next move was going to be. So I closed. And then open back up with like the social distance and just try to figure the thing out. Um, you know, put up the tables and the chairs and all that. Um, but yeah, we and then it started rocking. We started doing well, you know what I mean? So it was a blessing, yeah. Yeah. But in the middle of the pandemic, Joe, like I ain't had no time. It was just like but the boost was that I ain't have to go into the school no more. So I was able to help create the culture of the shop because I was distance learning, you know what I'm saying? Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Also, it seems like the you know the what you serve, it's right in line. Everyone is was looking for. I want to say like alternative ways to be healthy, but everyone became health conscious with the things that they're putting in their body, and they fit right along with that. You know what I mean? So I think that shift in culture fit right along with what you were serving the community. Yeah, and that's a boot too. Like I wanted like. You know, I never want to be like holier than thou, right? Like, mm -hmm. you know, my name is already Brother Victoria, so people be thinking I'm like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, I'm like, nah, I'm <laughs> like um, I just wanted to be able to provide a space. I wanted people to have an, an alternative to be able to make a decision. Because sometimes you want to make a decision and go get a steak and cheese. Right. Other times you want to make a decision and you want a smoothie. But if you in your hood, I want you to be able to say, uh, smoothie today, you know what I'm saying? And you ain't got to travel to VA or you ain't got to go mm -hmm. in the, you know what I'm saying? And that was big for me. Like, I want to be able to provide an, uh, a healthy alternative, you know what I'm saying? Something that ain't killing my people. And also good quality, you know what I'm saying? Because we got, mm -hmm. you know, man, Zill, Spice, Spice Co., he in the shop like three or four days a week out of the week, and he cooking up chef dishes like crab cakes and jerk chicken quesadillas, you know what I'm saying? Like, good job popping in there. Um, yeah. 
we, you know, we got those. We got vegan options, jackfruit quesadillas. So it's always that option of whichever way you want to go, and that's important for me. Mm-hmm. Let's let's hit on that menu real quick because I saw that you a couple of days out the week you have you have you serve meals. Is it every day? How does that how does that work? Yeah, it's it's normally like three days out the week. It's normally like Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Um, like this week we got jackfruit quesadillas and a barbecue jerk chicken quesadilla and the uh, uh, the crab cake as well. So he changes up the menu every week. We switch up the menu as a way to provide variety and also keep people coming back. Like, all right, what's going on this week? What's going on this week, right? Um, just like you got different guests on the show every week, right? Like, how do you keep keep recycling? And that's the business model, right? So in the fall, I'm about to bring out um, some some superfood lattes. Um, uh, I'm about to bring out some, uh, some, some our bottle teas, right? So like, I'm trying to switch it up as we move into different, and the, the app about to come out too. I'm just excited about that, dog. I got my own. We got our own app, dog. I feel like the guys. It's his own money. Like, I just, right. hey, yo, I, yeah, yeah. I, the app about to come out. You ain't gonna be able to tell me nothing, Joe. The app come right. out, yeah. I swear to God, you know, but yeah, we just try to provide some variety, man. You know what I'm saying? I, I know you're, uh, you know, you're building Spizzy to be a location. Are you working with? any of the um you know either uber or some of the delivery companies to have a network for delivery as well yeah yeah we have uh we partner with uber postmates and um doordash um but we have a limited menu on those particular platforms we push people to the website because they be you know doordash and postmates uh, they don't sponsor me Mm -hmm. but they be winging They, you know what I'm saying? They all getting bread. You know what I'm saying? So I've been right. telling them, go to the web, go to greatspizzy.com and order. That way they ain't taking none of the paper. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And plus, I would much rather get people get their smoothies fresh. Like, as soon as they get the junk, right. you know, you want to get the smoothies as soon as that junk is done, as soon as it's ready. So that's what I prefer. But, you know, yeah, we, mm-hmm. we partner with them. Cool. So, what you, so what I just heard was that uh, you can't ship none out to Cali since you said they got to be fresh. Is that what I heard? I'm just, <laughs> I'm just making sure. Yeah. I'm just hey, yeah, but I got some stuff in I got some stuff in mind, you Like now that I'm my the mind, my business mind is on. Like I got some stuff, man. Like I'm thinking about some things. Hopefully, we be in Cali. I'm 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 so serious. Like I'm one thing that I said to myself. I'm like. If these people, who are these people who can build like all of these franchises? Like, who are they? And I'm like, what make them smarter than me? What make them more powerful than me? I know they got a head start. I know a lot of them have, you know, trust. They got all this money. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know I come from no bread. I had to figure it out. But intelligence, like we small, like we built all of it. So I'm just like, why can't we do whatever we want? If we want to be multimillionaires, we can. If we still want to serve the hood, we can. Why are we multimillionaires? We can get their money and still not be capitalists. Like we can do whatever we want. You know what I mean? And so that's where I'm at mentally now. I'm on a whole nother, like, man, we can do whatever we want. For real. What are like, your hours? Nine to five. I mean, 10 to five. 10 to five. And that, look, man, look, man, I'm giving all of them. I feel like I'm talking about everything now. But like the 10 to five, John, right? I used to be open at seven, but COVID, right? And so everybody started like, shortening their hours, right? So I shortened my job 10 to five, but it's a sweet spot, right? People, some people be blown like, oh, you stay open at eight, nine. I'm like, yeah, because 10 to five, you got one real shift. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't have to think about multiple people. You know what I'm saying? Multiple, all of these schedules and everything. Ten to five, you good to go. You come in, you can open and close. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's beautiful. It's, it's a beautiful sweet spot. So I'm thinking, like, <laughs> that might be it, you know? Yeah. It might be yeah. it, even after COVID. It creates the demand because it's limited, right? Right, yeah. exactly. Yeah. How often so, are you in the shop? As much as I can be, man. Like, when I was, uh, I worked, what, 90 days straight. Um, <laughs> 90, like, Bruh, like when we searched open, man, I was I, I didn't take no days off, man. I was just grinding. Um, now I just I go up every I'm in the shop every day. So I'm preparing like I'm getting up like five in the morning, getting all the stuff ready for the shop for the people who come like my young kings who come in and actually work. The um, shop can be ready and prepared. But on the weekends, I'm there um, pretty much all day. But every every day i'm in there in some way shape form or fashion i might not be like serving you but i'm in the mix heavy mm-hmm. yeah so with this being you know a new business and, and like I said it's a, a long time project waiting to happen how do you form a uh it's got to be you got to have a trust factor in there to let somebody else while you're not there run your run your business and make sure things <laughs> Bruh, that's the that is the most difficult part. But but me having the young people that I've been serving all of this time, it makes it easy, right? So one of the the, the main two young men who work, like he ba- he would babysit my son every Friday for about six or seven years. So he was my son's, so he's like my, you know what I'm saying? He's like my my man. So he's just older now, you know what I'm saying? So he's one of the main people who run the, who run the shop. My man Zill Spice Coat is in there. That's been my best friend since high school. You know what I'm saying? I got amazing parents. Like my father be going in the junk just because. Like he just be going in the junk, making pancake man. You know what I'm saying? Like just <laughs> my father. You know what I'm saying? I got my brothers who we deep like. My brother Ace, my brother Truth, my brother Powerful, Powerful working there. So it's just like, I got family, my wife, you know what I'm saying? I got family around me who just hold it down. So, you know, it's it's every man, I'm t- like being, being from Forsville and having the people around you who want who want to see you win. Like I had this interview, like my wife set all this stuff up. She got lights blinging on me. Like, oh man, I would have been in this joint dark as a mug. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Like this is P and I and it's the same way me for them. Me for them too. So whatever they need, like bro, I'm there. That's what you do. That's what you do for each other. So though it's nerve-wracking, and I'm always like I I got cameras. I'll be looking at the camera, seeing what they're doing, like, oh, look who in there. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> um, it just, you know, I, I I trust that I got beautiful people around me, man. Like I got amazing people around me. And I, support I, I, team. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I logged in the to to let you guys in the room, your wife was setting up, and she's like, "I'm gonna get him, get get him right." Yeah, she was just a boat. All right, there first, and she started hanging shirts. She already know. She already know. I'm a problem. I'm I'm weak with it. I did a uh John the other day on like education, you know, because I'm uh, educated too, so I be doing like educational webinars and stuff like that. Bruh, man, my John be all over the place. Doc, man, I, <laughs> she got this John like it look like it's a ring. Like she got two lights shining on me right now. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, I'm out here shining, dog. So, you know what I mean? She got me right. You you spoke on customer interaction being huge for you. 
and with, with you guys, part of your business model, have you had any, I don't want to use the word hostile, but any customers that, that, that weren't? Nope, not one. Not, not even a, not on the net. And let me be clear, we done messed up some orders. Like, let me, let me be a hundred with you. Oh, we done made some mistakes. You know what I'm saying? Like some crucial jokes. But and I, and what I told them was, I'm like, young, like, and that's and that's a that is a conversation to anybody who's in who's getting service from a restaurant. If you're seeing 200 people, 150, 200 people a day different times. Oh, you're going to make some mistakes. You know what I'm saying? It ain't no way around it. And so what I told them was, and what I try to keep in mind is, it's really about your how genuine you are and how apologetic, because you are sorry. Like, it's my bad, dog. And also offering the customer something because you messed up. You got to make that right. And you got a short period of time to make that right. Um, so now nah, I really had them. I had somebody, one person, she was just uh, bam on the low. Um, but and I don't even think that was related to us. I think that was related to her own energy. But young, everybody who come in the jump, young, nothing but love. I'm talking about love. Cause the thing is, the thing is, black people just want to be treated with respect. Like you know who we are. We we be chilling. We chill. So like, if you come with us in a in a cool, calm environment, we're gonna reciprocate that every single time. So now nah, I'm man, not a not an issue. Even when the, the line be out the door, people just be waiting. Like, I understand, baby. Take your time. You know what I'm saying? I love old ladies coming at door. They be like, what you got in here? I be like, yeah, whatever you want. Whatever you want. Yeah, nah. I love black people. You know? I'm going to be super tight all the time. How soon can we get that vegan beef patty? The ve a beef? Oh, you know what? That's funny you asked. No, we, we got the, you saw the sign for what? Vegan beef patty in the, and you they was like you just trying to get and see how many interests you can get in that joint. That's what somebody told me today. Coming, Joe. I'm coming. Um, I just tasted a couple uh little test options, man. We're gonna see what it do. Um, I just I just had a little uh taste test not too long ago, so we're gonna see what's up with it. We're gonna see what's up with it soon. Okay. Yeah. Uh, um. Right. Okay. Mm -hmm. Do you uh, do you do you go through like as far as your products, right? Are you uh, uh, the local kind of farmer market guy that that's down the street? Are you you know, because uh, I like I said, I, I hear your story and I see that you are you're 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 almost like the chain link, right? And that and that that situation is you're willing to link up to make that chain go further to where your line of people, like you said, it'll go further. I think the even going back to the previous, you know, question of before the beef patty is nobody's going to act up in that type of space because they respect the environment, right? You talk about the neighborhood, you talk about Crenshaw Nip, they respected that, that area, you know, yeah. the person put it down other than they knew who he was and knew, you know, you know, his background. <clears throat> but at the end of the day, you respect that person and what they're doing because uh, it has no fault to anybody, you know, it's only uplifting and, other people to check other people that even want to sound like they start and talk kind of sideways about an organization or a business, but, you know, kind of going back, you know, who, what do you distribute? You know, how's your di distribution right. as far as like your, your ingredients? The biggest thing is uh, I have like seven, I think we have like seven or eight different black businesses that I work with right now. Um, because that's huge for me. Um, like this t-shirt company, 
black, you know what I'm saying? I got CMOS, my chef, uh, Shea Butter in that joint. I got candles. I got a 16 year old who make vegan brownies. I got a lemonade distributor, I'm a patty distributor, like as many black hands as I can get who I can, you know, get money to in a way, like, and, and it works. Um, I'm I'm all for it, you know what I'm saying? And, and it works for, for all of us. As it relates to the ingredients, the specific question you asking, um, you know, you we, we deal with, we got a whole fruit establishment. So I deal with frozen fruit. Right, like I don't put ice in the smoothies except the Oxen Hill and the Upper Marlboro. And none of the fruit smoothies have ice in it. Um, so I freeze up fruit and serve it, and then it's like whole fruit. So it's tough because I, I deal with tropical fruit like pineapples, and you know, we in Maryland like a mug. The only thing you can grow here is apples. Mm -hmm. So is it, you know what I'm saying? It's, <laughs> it's tough in that way. I'm trying to figure out as many ways as I can as it relates to like my honey. Um, you can get that locally. You know, so I'm just trying to find as many ways as I can to put my hands in, in, in black pots. You know what I'm saying? Because that's important that black businesses support other black businesses, too. You know what I'm saying? So we can all get money together. Like, that's important when it works, because I have had people who come up and I'm like, nah, that don't work. You know what I'm saying? Like, that ain't that ain't necessarily going to fly. But for the most part, I'm trying to I'm trying to do everything I can with, with, with us. You know what I mean? Yeah. Talk about those shirts. I see you had some of those shirts in the shop. Plug them. Go ahead. Tell me, tell me what's good with those shirts and some prices. Oh, people want to get one. And it's hoodie season. We're about to come out with the hoodies in a second. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's Prince George's County, man. The whole joint is Prince George's County. I got the different cities in Prince George's County and uh in the little joint, uh, like in the little script. But you know, I'm just I'm real big on not necessarily Prince George at all, right? Because you know, <laughs> but uh, but the people in the city, you know what I mean? It's just like I'm I'm just I'm grateful, man. I'm grateful to be able to be from this place. Like I've had the opportunity, I travel and train teachers nationally. So I fly to different places and, and train teachers in Cali and, and you know Utah and all these other places. And everywhere I go, there's no there's nowhere you go where there's a Prince George's County. Um, so I just you know I just think that it's something to be celebrated, and I think oftentimes if we listen to the media, they try to you know downplay how beautiful our county is, and I think it's important that we do a better job at making sure that we represent it in a way. Like I mean, I go places like I brought Prince George's County, like man, like people from Brooklyn, you know what I'm saying? You're not Brooklyn area. <laughs> like you know, I mean, I'm from Forsville, Prince George's County. You know what I mean? Like that's important to me, man. But yeah, you can get these at the shop, man. They uh just a, a small maybe 20 bucks. And it's a good shirt, too. It ain't one of them uh them fluke jumps, man. It's a good shirt, man. They hold up. You know what I'm saying? Uh before we transition to the next segment, anybody got any 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 questions? I guess Where's I wanted to go. My bad. My bad, CV. No, you got bad, it. CV. Where what it where where potentially next door, or are you are you functioning like as far as um you know where you at now, and 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 want to transition to you know. I know you said you about to do the online thing in the in the in the app. So you know what? Yeah. I guess what's next? Oh, it's gonna be another store. Um. Oh, for sure. But I'm also thinking about man. I got a lot of things in my mind, man. I got a lot of things in my mind. And now that I see that it can work, like things can work, and I can figure it out, like I'm. You know, man. I got. I don't want to say too much, but yeah. definitely another store. It ain't. It ain't no other way around it. My goal. When I opened, was to have five in five years, um, and so I'm think still thinking about that. Um, but with more stores, called you know, it means that 
the people that you knew is not necessarily going to be new people around. And I ain't real good at new energy. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got to figure out who people are because people, you know, I'm, mm -hmm. yeah, it's, it gets different because I ain't quite the business mind yet. I ain't quite the business <laughs> man. So if a person try to take advantage of me or try to disrespect me, like, it just, it, my brain, it just gets different. So I'm just trying. My wife said, wait a year. I was ready to move like tomorrow, but she said, wait a year. So I'm going to pump my brakes. You know what I'm saying? And I'm assuming with the names of the, the smoothies, we can do some foreshadowing where another spot might, might pop already, up. There. You already know. You already know. You already I'm know. Because <laughs> <laughs> nah, I, I wanted to know as far as the menu goes and how, like, was it trial and error? Did you already know that, hey, I've tested some of these out with friends and family over the years? And when you actually opened, has there been any that you're like, oh, I didn't realize this was going to be as popular as it was or, you know, anything like that? Hey, and that's a tight question, yeah. Uh, and that's, I'm going to tell you why it's so tight, yeah, because I only, I never, I had been testing our recipes and I wasn't quite knowing I was. Like, I was just making them and, like, figuring out what base. The thing about Spizzy is I wanted to be simplistic. And so if you come to Spizzy, you'll see that there's no more than like two or three ingredients in none of the smoothies. Like it's real to the point. Like the fours bill is strawberry and mango, right? Like it ain't, I don't got guava super juice. You know what I'm saying? It's just real regular because I, want, I wanted to introduce it to people who might not have had it before. Right. Um, so I just been trying, I was just trying them out, man. Um, I worked with a consultant um, for a little bit to try to, uh, maximize what was on the menu and just to be smart about the menu. Um, so I didn't have a whole bunch of stock that I had to like keep up. Um, but yeah, I was just trying them out, man, giving them to people. But most of the time I was just making what I liked. So if I liked it, I'm like, all right, yeah, if you don't like it, you ain't got my taste buds, so forget you. But, like, <laughs> all right. but I just pretty much made what I like, man. You know what I'm saying? There we I go. got one more. What what so one of the dopest things about Spizzy is the fact that the the smoothies are named after, you know, the major cities in, in PG. How'd you come up with that idea and how much hate did you get for not having, <laughs> you know, I don't know, uh Mitchellville or something like <laughs> Mitchell, like not having no subsidiary of Lago. Right. <laughs> Mitchell gonna kill me. Um, <laughs> so Fordsville had to be first, my mm. favorite smoothie, right? Um, and then all the rest of them, I was just playing with words like Bowie is like blueberry, blackberry, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. The green belt got spinach in it. Um, and then I <laughs> that's all I'm gonna do. Like that's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> I ain't gonna get too much going on me. So I'm from Forsville, just know all the other all the other menu items, they was just like, you know what I mean? They came along. You know what I mean? They right. came along. I did what sound what uh what sounded pretty cool at the moment for myself. But I wanted to like people told me my like I I, I just want to say this too. Like people told me to go a certain way and I went the other way. Mm -hmm. Like People told me that your smoothies, if you go into uh, smoothie locations, they named after the fruit, like the mango wow, wow one, the mango steen and the strawberry. Like, and I was like, nah, that's lame. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to do that. And so people was like, cause they ain't, ain't going to be like identification and all that. I was like, nah, I'm going to just go this other way and I'm going to see what it do. I'm going to celebrate the county. Like if you come into Spizzy, most smoothie locations are, they got white walls and they like, 
Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I was like, nah, mm -mm. I want it black. I want it docked out. I want it like very select lighting. I want a huge mural on the wall to showcase art. You know what I'm saying? I wanted to be coldly more like a, a like a like a coffee shop bus boys and poets yeah. type vibe, but like mm -hmm. upbeat. You know what I'm saying? Like, and so I say that all to say, sometimes you gotta go with your gut and what you think is right. You know what I'm saying? And and it'll, and sometimes it'll work out. You know what I mean? But I ain't tell you all the cities, man. You ain't gonna get me in trouble, man. <laughs> it's a stuff and I'm not saying in public. I'm not gonna say it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, as we transition out of uh, conversation about black business, once again, let's thank thank you, Vic, for showing up and, and just having a conversation <laughs> with us. Hey, busy. Um, so we asked everybody this question, and we've been getting some good answers last few weeks. Top three movies of all time, top three albums of all time. We're gonna start with the movies. Uh, right. Let's do that. Top three. All right. I was struggling with this, bro, because I don't really watch movies like that. But the Shawshank Redemption, solid, solid jump. Malcolm X, can't go wrong with that. Malcolm X, I showed it to my kids every year after, uh, um, at the end of the school year. And y'all about to get mad at this one, this jump, yeah. But it's funny as a mug, dog. Dumb and dumber one. Yeah. Hey y'all if y'all think that joke funny, dog. Y'all don't even know. <laughs> CB, they don't know, do they? They don't even know. <laughs> they don't know. <laughs> Shout out to these guys, right? <laughs> love yeah. that movie, yo. That's awesome. Love that movie. That was classic, classic, yeah. classic, classic. Yeah. Jim Carrey, Fairly <laughs> Brothers. Um, yeah. Look, Shawshank, by far. I, I think I put that at the top of my list. It's one of those movies. If it's on, I got, I got it on DVD. Yeah, you got watch it. And if it's on AMC, I'm gonna stop and watch it like I've never seen it before. Like, damn, not Andy do, you know, Andy Dufresne. I try to imagine they said he climbed, he crawled through five football fields of shit, and you're like, Yeah, he's trying to start crawling. I'm thinking about crawling from these football fields. I'm like, Hell, that's, that's a long ass way. Yeah, yeah, it was the story is just so amazing. Yeah? And the story for me is just like, it's tight. And I love the way uh, Morgan Freeman now, oh, okay. like, it's yeah, that joke is perfect, man. I love that movie, y'all. Malcolm X is the, the the Oscar that Spike and Denzel should have took that year. Yeah, I mean, driving is driving is Daisy one that year. Is that, is that what came out that year? So, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, and then like I said, Dumb and Dumber, of course. Uh, of course. Albums. Let's, let's let's hear it because there's a lot of music I, out there. Man, yeah, this ain't fair. That's not a fair question, bro. Like y'all gotta take this question off, man. How y'all? Like it's a thank. It's a thinker, <laughs> man. I'm a cheat though. I'm gonna just go ahead and let you know before I start. I'm a cheat. All right, so definitely Nipsey's victory lap, right? Because I credit that with giving me the energy and the fuel for being able in this position, in this uh, this uh, stage of life that I'm in, right? Um, the infamous Mob Deep. Dog, I can listen to that joke and rap every word from start to finish. I don't know what it is about the infamous album, dog, but that joke is ridiculously produced. I love that joint, yeah. Um, and thoroughly, dog, uh, every Nas album except uh, Nostradamus. <laughs> uh, there's no way I can, I can, 
because Nas just keeps getting better. Like I don't know what he on. Yeah. Like I don't know what he on. So I'm gonna say like I would say oh uh, Illmatic because that's what everybody say. But dog, uh, it was written is amazing. Stillmatic is you know what I'm saying God's son. You know what I mean? Uh, the streets disciple. Like young, it just it's on and on and on. So Nas is by far. So he gets every album. And you won't. Well, let, I will so not one. At the end of every year, we do a wrap up top five of the year. This Nas is gonna be hard to knock off my top five because this was that car twenty five, car eighty five, whatever. Car eighty five. Yeah. Anderson. Dog. Yeah. The, jump, the jump with the firm. Oh my god. Yeah. Bro, yeah. what what is he doing? Like I'm just in, in my mind, and you know, one of my favorite jumps is the jump with uh, who is that? ASAP Fur. Which one is that? ASAP. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Fur. Yeah. Going, going on that jump. I mean, that jump rock like Nas, man, by far, man. And you, the reason why I like Nas so much, and I've always liked him so much, is that I feel like his music grows with him. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like people don't give people the opportunity to grow sometimes, and like, and I think that. You can tell that he's growing as at like the man that he is into his adulthood, and he's always been reflective. And that's what I want to hear in music. Like I don't want to hear somebody just all the way one way. You know what I'm saying? I want to hear every side of it, and that's why Nas has always been my number one. You know what I'm saying? Nope. Nope. Plug all your stuff, man. Where can we find you uh, online? Uh, what's the, the ad? The storefront? What can we? Let's we need the. Oh, hold on. Oh, ho, ho, ho. I thought we was talking about shoes, too. Oh, no, we, we get there. We get there. We get there. <laughs> I mean, no, no, no. I got my dad's shoes ready, bro. I got my dad's shoes ready. Let's go. We get there. We just want to make sure you have to right now. Drinks Busy. Uh, Drinks Busy is the handle at everything. Twitter, um, Facebook, Instagram, Drinks Busy. Busy.com is the website, 5830 Allentown Way. Um, in Camp Springs, Maryland, that that is the spot that we at right now. And come through, man. Just you know, show love and get get love back, man. Beautiful, yeah. Oh, it's a whole oh, intro. And now, We weren't ready. I know. I never seen it. Shoes that's in the collection. Um, oh, before we get there, hold on. We we, we say we'll say that part for the end. Let's let's do our copper drop. So this is the part oh, where it's a shoe getting ready to come out. We're gonna spotlight the shoe. Everybody gives their opinion if they're gonna cop it or will they drop it. Uh, CB, go ahead and run the, the analytics on these joints. Yep. So as most people can see, Jordan 14. This is the uh, hyper blue colorway is dropping on Saturday. Um, 
This Jordan wore this, I think, during his last championship with the Bulls. This was the the model that was out. Tinker Hatfield mm -hmm. used the Ferrari as inspiration. So to me, uh, growing up, this was one of the, just for how old I am. This is one of the first Jordans that really stood out to me. That when I was a kid, I was like, oh yeah, man, those joints are sick. And because my boy that lived across the street, he would we lived on base, and he would actually go to the PX and camp out when they would get sneakers in. And I didn't know you did that on base too. You know, I thought that was just a neighborhood <laughs> thing. So, but for me, at least I'll start it off for me. I'm, I'm going to be trying to cop the, these have some, uh, the, the model itself, the 14 has some sentimental value to me. Uh, since we talking PG County tonight, I mean, Jordan, what kind of bigger influence of PG County is a Jordan than <clears throat> at least to me, at least, uh, I think I would try to cop these. I'm not the biggest fan of white souls, so it's a drop for me. I actually have a pair of those, but they're the gray, but they have the white sole. But um, yeah, that's the only pair of shoes I got with white soles, though. Vic, what about you? You copping or dropping? If somebody buying them for me, I, I get them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a literal cop or drop. I mean, like, would you, if, you know, if you had to. You about to see what my shoes are. I don't wear basketball them Jones for like day day. When I put on some walking shoes for the first time, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm old now. Baby. <laughs> <laughs> He's talking about language. He, what about you? We copping or dropping? Uh, I'm 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 indifferent. The the 14 is special, but that colorway, I'm I'm good on it. Like I'm, you know, That's the fair. white and blue. It, it is what it is. Like you know, I. I you still got the last shots and you got the white and red, you know, uh, mm -hmm. OGs that I still have and a couple of other ones, the, the gray and blue and white pair. So I'm good on those. Uh, you know, I got my eyes on uh, on some other stuff anyway. All right, so Vic, since you're the guest on, we'll let you go last with the shoe. The, uh, cool. We'll go around. Uh, I'll, I'll leave it off. off. Um, I'm going to show you the box first. Oh, them jokes about to look fresh. I don't even, I don't even buy boxes that fancy, huh? <laughs> so it's a Jordan box. Um, we got the Animal Instincts. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. So these are the Jordan threes, mm -hmm. and uh, pretty much every portion of the shoe is supposed to represent a different type of um, animal um, skin. Got the elephant print right here. Then it's like snake. Then it's on the inside it's like this. Red, kind of like silk, or whatever. But um, yeah. Hey, yeah. Um, you supposed to ask questions about these shoes, y'all? You, like, you can if you can if you want. You can if you want. Question number one: You gotta understand I'm playing, yeah. Where do you even get those from, yeah? Uh, so <laughs> that's that's the that's a loaded question because if you got a connection, you get them. But then also there was a, a sneakers. Uh, Nike has a sneakers app. And they um, have a release calendar, and then they'll let you know when the if uh, when the shoe drops. You just gotta now it's an online line that you get into, and you just gotta when they come up, you say bye, you know, and just hopefully that by the end of the the transaction <laughs> that you you pick for the lotto to get the shoes. Hey, and that's crazy. Them Jones tight though. I'm getting them Jones. Hey, they like hey, comfortable too. Yeah. I'm John Sight. Yeah. What size are they? What size you wear, John? <laughs> 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 Who's up next? 
Superfly got something? Superfly came to play. I did, I can't. I just had somebody just go grab something that was that I wore this weekend. So we was talking about uh, Malcolm X, so the Spike Lee, you know what I'm saying, connection here. So we got the yes, yes, yes. The, um, was it the uh, bugging out joint? So yes. Jordan Four. Yo, what's on the back? Is it the, this logo? The Nike Air. Nike Air. Okay. Nike Air. Yeah. The, the the official Radio Raheem's. Yeah. Right. There you go. And yeah, I feel like I'm out of my league in this conversation. But it's <laughs> <all right. laughs> Wait till CB go. Right. Oh, no. Right. Yeah, so, 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 right. CB so, the one to get us. So, so, CB, let me go before you before you touch my shoe, right? Oh, um, no. Y'all, y'all should already know what I'm about to, what I'm about to show, right? Yep, go yep, ahead, yep. You got him in? Oh, you got him in. Yeah. Wow. Ooh. Everybody yeah. else struck out. How are they in hand? Oh man, let me tell you. Uh the 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 fabric to the I mean, this is it again at the end of the day, the, the Air Max one has always been a well put together shoe. Yep. This thing right here though, man, I mean and, and I told you I went and copped the Rocco's Modern uh Life uh t shirt from yep. uh I think it was Hot Topic. I got two of them and you know, so yeah, this is uh this is definitely a keeper. Th- these might only you see the light of day on, on a on a fresh day trying to hit us fizzies when I'm out. When I'm out on <laughs> there we go. It is. <laughs> you keeping the white laces in? They come with alternate laces. Yeah, it did come with alternate laces. Uh, I think I'm gonna keep the white ones on this one. The other one has a uh, through the little old school Nike. Oh, true. Oh, dope. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah. Little like like old school change purse type deal. Nineties yeah. all the way. For sure. All right, so um, kill the game. So, so this is uh, the connection is actually to the game that's on the NFL game that's on. So Odell, a few years ago, he used to get all of his pregame sneakers done by the same uh, artist. Like the, it was the same dude. He was big on um, Instagram. This guy named Picasso, like Kicks and Picasso. So he t- that became his handle. But so he actually launched, he, he did a run of like his own shoes and I'd been following his page for a while. And, you know, I'm one of those people where if, if I like the brand, I'm going to try to support. So I actually bought the, uh, the initial drop. And so this is like the high top version of his own personal shoe. And so it's kind of dope. Cause it's got like, this is a K and then it's a O and which is like kind of his, um, his symbol and everything, but these joints, it's like, a, it, like the quality actually surprised me for, you know, just for, you know, someone who started on Instagram as a sneaker artist and then was able to actually come out and design their own, their own joints. Like it's pretty cool. Came in like, you know, he had a, only so many pairs for each size. So each box has a number on it and stuff, which is pretty cool. But you know, these were something I thought would be pretty dope to break out, especially since uh, Odell scored the first touchdown of the game tonight. <laughs> nice, nice. I don't want to go, young. Yeah. I don't want to <laughs> oh, go. I'm not, okay. Uh, let me hold on. Let me give a little backstory. So, I'm just like y'all did. I'm a dad, and I want. Right. And all I want to do is be comfortable. So, <laughs> and me, they have bubbles at the bottom. Yeah. Of oh, like, no. I'm walking over there. can't Which go wrong with the paper mask. Can't go wrong with the paper. 
is a vapor max. It doesn't have any lace. It got this little thing. I don't know what to oh, say. Like I'm saying, we super fans of the vapor max. Yeah, I'm winning. Oh yeah, yeah, You want to make sure? All nah, I want to do is be comfortable, y'all. That's all I want to do, y'all. That's it. That's it. That's tight, y'all. Hey, y'all. This that's a tight show, y'all. Y'all got something going, y'all. Hey, we look. Appreciate it, man. And again, thank you for your time. I want to thank everybody on Facebook for watching us, uh, Instagram, YouTube. Oh, yeah, I guess I might as well plug everything. So we on. We are something else. You can find us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, uh, SoundCloud. If you want to listen to us while you work out, while you ride your bike, listen to us on that. So you'll have an audio option um, coming out. I normally press that about Friday. So tomorrow, at some point, I'll press it in the audio and put it on SoundCloud. So. You listen to the episode. It's already on uh, YouTube once you get off here. It's already there. Uh, pretty much everywhere. Google Play, iTunes, all that great stuff. Superfly, the DJ. Um, one Superfly day we're going to get that Twitch notification. Yeah, man. I'm, I, I came back to doing some in real life gigs, so I ain't had time to get on Twitch, but you know, we'll, we, had, we, we might be slowing that down again. You know, <laughs> to just stay safe. <laughs> but um, Nah, Superfly TNT, you know, everywhere. IG, Facebook, Twitch. Y'all know what it is. I got to get up to Spizzy, man. Truth hit me up. I got to get out there and, and, and play for y'all, too, man. Oh, for sure. Please. Yeah, man. We're going to, um, we, I, I think I'm going to have one more before it gets super cold, man. But okay. Definitely, man. I mean, yeah, yeah. Let's, yeah. Hey, you safe. said we're going to turn this into Crenshaw. Let's do it right. Sure, for sure. Let's <laughs> let's I'll play your stuff one more time. Yeah, we're, man. We're ended on that note. Drink Spizzy at Drink Spizzy on everything Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, 5830 Allentown Way, Camp Springs, Maryland. You know what I mean? Come through, get uh, get, a, get a fresh smoothie, man. Take care of yourself, bring your family, bring the kids. Um, you know what I mean? Show love. Yeah. All right, y'all. Uh, stay in the room while we while we wrap up. But we thank everybody for watching, y'all. We are something else. <laughs>